relax. Those beats mean you're now listening to the very real people and places that supply your high. This is Grown Local with Billy Wayne Davis and Mike McGowan. <laughs> that's when you could tell a good grow room is when the plants are just like this and like the way i think about it is just them electrical power just going oh, like, yeah oh. <laughs> 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 shit yeah welcome to I- month two of uh we're doing this special series leading up to january when i'm going and i'm taking mike with me to come i'm we're going to visit you mofos in alaska so each each month we're interviewing uh alaska cannabis i'll say celebrity personality grower industry professional um (laughs) extraordinaire and we you you came highly recommended and we worked it we worked out the time and i don't know if you timed this but it is it's brilliant, and as a grower, you know, and a comedian, I respect the timing of it. But you just won several awards, like literally, like yesterday <laughs> or the day before, where I was like, yeah. "That's good timing. That's good timing to talk to this guy." So <laughs> that's pretty. Uh... Tell us what happened. What happened? Um. Well, well, they had the Leaf Bowl. Um. Oh yeah. For Leaf Magazine, and um second year entering it and i got another runner up gosh i look like i got cartoon eyes we all do (laughs) (laughs) glasses are totally reflecting (laughs) um so um i went ahead and entered again this year uh in a different division i was like hey let's check out the pre-rolls maybe we can get this bona fide blueberry uh another category so yep i got runner up again which i'm very thankful for um i'll take any any win (laughs) (laughs) so yeah um it was great it was also the very first um outdoor event on private property wink wink (laughs) so what that meant was we could be adults that was the fun part so hold on a second are you telling me there was a cannabis event where people were able to smoke cannabis oh my god oh my god God. (laughs) right exactly it's like i mean i grew up in in seattle the seattle area my uh up until 96 and um i was at the first hemp fests that they had in volunteer park and gas works park and i played, I I played that years stage. later yeah i played that years later. that was one of the first comedy no shows shit. i did at like a uh like at a weed event and i was so excited and then it was like this is not great for comedy <laughs> everyone is way too high to laugh or just laughing it was like i was so i was like i'm going to this historic weed event i'm doing comedy and then because it is that was before legalization or anything and it was like this totally. i'm from the east coast to introduce uh people that are listening to what hemp fest is it is what it sounds like they used hemp but it was 
there was not a lot of CBD being passed around. I noticed anytime I went, I was like, this isn't hemp, you guys. This isn't, <laughs> this isn't rope. Yeah, this is not hemp. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a farm kid from Tennessee. Like, this is, I know what hemp, nope, this is not. Yeah. So go ahead. No, that is, it's a cool event that I'm sure is not a big deal anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. No, so I, I always, for some reason, I managed to uh, get on stage every year uh, before I moved up here. And uh, because I had this little this little uh, bong company <clears throat> back then, water pipes, where else you kind of would leave the store. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. if you're smoking my marble, I like to break my marbles down into a water pipe. Yep. Yep. <laughs> So Dirty bong um, I always had some long. new gadget gas mask or something crazy um, that I'd end up up there on stage with taking big old rips for the crowd and get them all <laughs> wild up and shit. So this last where I'm going with this is this last weekend at the show, I kind of kind of did a throwback on that and I had I brought out this old super heady at the beginning of the glass blowing era because of course crackheads only used glass pipes back then um i brought out my old heady piece and i wore it as my necklace so there's everybody's wearing all their fancy pendants and stuff and here i am wearing this huge bubbler (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh hell yeah oh get him to talk right. so he can see yeah get my oh wait 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 i gotta get a photo of that well shut up mike it goes to the talk <laughs> <laughs> so i wore it on a lanyard around my neck the whole for the whole show <laughs> did you get that in seattle i did at peace of mind. It might have been. I'm I t- I'm trying to think of it was a store owner's like trophy up on the shelf, not for sale, with the little sign. And I talked him out of it. I said everything's for sale. He's like, you couldn't <laughs> afford something like that. This is back when we got paid a lot of money for our weed, so <laughs> we could afford that. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I gave him ten grand for it <laughs> back in '95. That well is, worth it. That's was, a good investment. It, That's should, a good I mean, investment. look how happy it makes you still, though. That's a pretty good investment. <laughs> right, totally. <laughs> and it made me think of this piece I had. That I got it, peace of mind. And I remember Seattle was like my first introduction to like, there's like a culture to this whole thing. Not You don't have to be like, oh, you do, but be quiet. And then we'll never talk about this again kind of thing to being like, oh, well, this is art. Like, I remember going to like, it's called <laughs> peace of mind. It was like, I think the one I went to was in Fremont. It was this really great shop. And it was like, there wasn't. There wasn't any of the stuff like a regular head shop. I was like, what? This is like an art gallery. Mm-hmm. And I got this really cool Gandalf piece that, you know, it disappeared during the divorce. So I'm not, 
I try not to. I hadn't thought about it in a long time, but it did make me sad when you pulled that. I was like, oh, I know where he got that because I had a similar <laughs> one. And <it's>... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, I sold uh, acrylic bongs to all the shops. Uh, what was it? off the wall in the UW? Um, and uh, this one was it called Homegrown, I think, in Linwood. What was that? It was I didn't, you know, I'll be honest, shops, I dude. I didn't fuck with Linwood that much. No. <laughs> Way too far north. They're crazy up there. It's, man. It was banjos. <laughs> Just, you know, there's no reason to be up there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, so how did you get from Seattle to Alaska? I mean, I know how. I it's the same way I do. It's, it's pretty close once you're up there. Yeah. Right. I I came up here commercial fishing my first summer and i was like oh this this is this is not i like this and really and then when i moved up here the very the next spring after that uh in 96 i all my friends were like oh you're gonna come home i'm like no dude i found like shangri-la <laughs> and they're like they're like no i'm like no you don't understand i mean and Granted, this is in the middle of the 90s. So I was like, you don't understand. Even the country music stations tell you when it's 420. And they play some Willie Nelson. <laughs> and I was like, I found my culture. You know, I was like, when you're driving home from work in rush hour, half the people are driving with their elbows, you know, firing up a bowl on the way home. It just nobody's going to call you in for smoking bowl on the way home you know i mean it well, was and there's only like six cops so you can't... <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of square miles just they're on. like what they're smoking weed cool that means they're calm they're not drunk and armed they're stoned and armed we can handle that they just died the same way and it was if it it occurred to me i've been up there like 10 times i'm you know like i'm going as as often as i can i really love it up there but it occurred to me like if i didn't already have my first son i probably wouldn't have came back for a while like yeah. when i really look at it like when i'm like oh yeah because i had that same kind of like ask mike anytime i talk about it i'm like it's paradise man it is like a yeah, I've brought people up there, and they're like, "Yeah, no, I get it. I get why you like it, but we can we're we're gonna stay a whole week." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, it's we only yeah we only do a week." And they're like, "No, can we just we could go tomorrow. It's just cold." I was like, "No, it's special." So, yeah. I'll I go on like this every episode when I talk to people from Alaska, and I wear that. I, I hear <laughs> it, it's a it's a state full of people that aren't from here, and it's because. We all came here and said, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what was cannabis like when you first moved up there? That's that's what I mean. I, it was the culture. It was already the culture. You didn't hide. It was um, it's kind of what everybody did in the winter as far as for work. I, I mean, it's like it wasn't this big secret that you were a grower. I mean, Sure, there was it was still hush hush to a point, but coming from Washington, where 
you were lucky if you ever knew anybody that actually grew this shit. <laughs> you know, you went through four people before you even got your ounce. And most of them were in Oregon too. If you got, well, that's what I figured out when I lived in Seattle. Was like all the growers are like, ah, it's down in Cave Junctions where, I, and you're like, oh, okay. I heard that from like nine nine dealers I knew in Seattle. They're always like Cave Junctions where I go. Everyone yeah. All the way. So I mean, it was it was part of the culture here already because it was already legal. It's been legal up here for a very long time. Um, <laughs> in fact, when it went legal, we were allowed to have an ounce of weed. Um, whereas before it went legal, we were allowed to have a quarter pound of weed. I I, I don't understand how. Because the other law still is in effect. So technically, <laughs> you still can have a quarter pound. <laughs> I can't wait for that course case. The fact that it hasn't been brought to court yet means they're just kind of like, whatever, man. We don't yeah. yeah, we already yeah. went over there. There's six cops and they're exhausted. <laughs> All right. And now they've complicated the law. And those guys are like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, well, and... <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, probably most of them smoked anyway. You want me to be in a cop cruiser and I got to deal with Bear and Moose? I'm going to smoke some weed, man. That's yeah. Way to well, and sit here and do what? Because there's only so many cars. There's one road. I, I you know. <laughs> oh, no, it was. It, it, I, I just never, I say I never left, but I. I've gotten pissed off and left the state twice and come back. Where'd you <laughs> so, go? Sober, sober one. <laughs> the farthest <laughs> way you can get. I went to Florida and Hawaii. <laughs> A man of extremes. I like that. Yes. You're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Complete opposite. Though Florida, I, say, I could see being like, all right, we got to get out of here. I was about Hawaii, to- <laughs> that's tough to leave. I don't know. Did you leave, leave, or did you just go on an extended vacation? Because I'm, I'm. Oh, I live. I lived in Hawaii a couple times through life, uh, about a year, year and a half each time on the Big Island. Oh, I like the Big Island. Yeah, yeah a lobster diver at night. It's it was good times, man. What in hell is your lot <laughs> like? When we go up, where are you at exactly? What city? I use that like I up use here? That term real loose in Alaska. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm next. I'm, I'm just next to that big spruce tree on the right. Okay. Um, I do know what you're talking about. The big one. Cause um, there's not a lot of big. I'm in big Lake. So that's just North of Anchorage is Wasilla. Okay. And then just keep going towards Denali. The next thing you hit is Pittman or Meadow lakes and then big Lake junction where the fireworks stands are i haven't been that far up north that way yet but yes. next time we're gonna come see you could we come see your grow in january yeah. sure come take a tour bro you bet yes, yes. see this I'll is be, gonna be, be really be totally cool oh this is gonna be so fun to be like introduce you guys to everyone and then we're gonna go like meet you and film that too that's gonna be rad oh yeah yeah i know i i love giving um tours i'm a really small small place so it's not a i mean there's bigger tours you can go on 
For no, sure. we love <laughs> I'm just a small guy. I'm a one-man show. I don't have any employees. <laughs> now, so on the podcast, Billy is the liaison to the common man who's not in cannabis. And then I slide in every once in a while with things. And I know you're wearing your advanced nutrient hat. Is that the company that you kind of use there at your facility? I was um, for a long time, and now it's just hard to give up the hat because I love the hat. It's so. a cool hat, <laughs> and it fits your head nice. Than, you look good. In it fits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the hat's cooler than the company, if we're being real honest. Yeah, thank with you. What, with what Big Mike's done in the past and everything like that, the hat's way cooler than the company. <laughs> yeah, the I um, I the company is definitely not what it used to be i guess um at the very beginning when they left general hydroponics and stuff like that i was on board with them i was they were shipping to me direct from uh bc because nobody in the state even carried there was only like two grow stores anyway and nobody had heard of advanced didn't know anything so i just was really i'm direct and they were sending it to me in, in the mail, <laughs> P.O. box. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. No, yeah, I've worked at main grow shops, carried advance for a real long time. And they used to, as much as I disliked the company, their product was so on point that I couldn't ever complain about it. And then as of recently, it's definitely like, what's going on over there, you guys? Something's what's happening? Changed. Yeah, something is definitely... I don't know what happened. There's so many switches and changes of power in all areas of this um, industry that sometimes it's hard to keep track, really. Yeah. yeah. No, we're doing a podcast about it. And every week I'm like, I don't know. We only do one. It's like, damn, four things happened. Like, yeah. Nine things aren't things anymore. Like there's like four companies, not companies. They're like, I don't, I don't, we are going to talk about it. <laughs> i mean but honestly just even here in oregon you know we're such a oversaturated market but the people who are doing the best are the one-man operations such as yourself because it is the most defined version of craft cannabis that it can be it's like yeah there's just one guy who touches all the plants and you know that's the only way to really control quality and yeah, you're I so happy <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm living I, a dream. <laughs> I I understand, and I say this from the pure jealousy and also happiness for you. Is like I've grown, and I use that term like the word "a city" so loosely. Uh, several, you know, seasons or whatever you want to call them, and there is something about. Like what you put into it and the mood you're in and all that and the vibe that plant gets. So like I, as soon I, as we started talking, we we were all three kind of vibing and I was like, Oh, we gotta go see. And then you're like, I'm, I'm the only one. I was like, Oh my god, I wanna lick it. I was like, there's just like <laughs> happiness in there. Yes, I I I I totally agree. That's um I, how can we not? I mean, uh, there's electrical currents that run in all of us, you know, and, and and you know, there's people that vibe, you know, and there's people that don't vibe. You're like, mm. you know, and I think it's the same thing with these plants. I mean, 
I don't think the movie Avatar was that far off, really. I can't plug my tail in or anything, but yeah, um, yeah, we'll uh, yeah. <laughs> but I really do believe that um, negativity only grows negativity. <laughs> I, I just I can't. I don't know. I I can't help but get a little mystic over it. It just because it seems so obvious. If you love your plants and you feel a connection with them and they're your kids good morning ladies you know um it, it, it's gonna show i guess i i don't know i no, bet you you're, you're exactly right it's i think mrs smith's apple pie was probably fucking amazing when she was cooking it and then wow. some big corporation bought the recipe and changed it and did it their way and now mrs smith's or chandler's or is nothing like what the old lady cooked, you know? And so I think if I was to be a big company, I'd lose that because I'd have to have another gardener. I'd have to. I couldn't do it. This is literally built for my size, and that's it. I didn't want a big company. I always say I have dreams of being a hundred thousandaire, not a millionaire. (laughs) I I didn't, I don't want greed to get in there and, and change the vibe. I, I I just, I don't want it to be about money. I want it to be that I don't go to work anymore. I fucking retired. I get to do what I love every day. Um, Sounds I, like you're already fucking doing it. If we're being right. honest. <laughs> Living the dream, man. That's the whole thing. That is completely. This is your who we want to talk to on this podcast. This is where we did it. Because there is that, like you were saying, a lot of weird negativity and nonsense in this industry that I did not. Yeah, I didn't want to just be super specific, but everyone knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) Oh, sorry. It is. Well, it's like, it's it's not (laughs) cannabis money. Corporate structure. It's (laughs) capital. 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 We saw that. We were at MJ Biz. Mike and I had to go see it once just to see it. And there's this giant banner and it just says need capital. And I was like, dude. And he's like, yeah, man. Yeah. I was like, oh, God. This is like, I don't feel good. He's like, yep. It just giant sign need <laughs> capital, and you're like, that's not how you should go about getting capital. By the way, it's like, oh, I saw a big old sign, and that's that's where I went and got a bunch of money from the biggest twenty five percent interest, but it was in a sign. So I went to the biggest sign I saw, and that's where I went and got money. And you're like, I don't, I don't know if is that how you get a lawyer too? Yes, that's not going to be. <laughs> I don't, I th- from what I understand, like good money and good lawyers don't have signs on their door. It's, <laughs> yeah, you don't. I, I, I feel like it's starting to turn where if you're a good cultivator, they don't really care too much about what flavor you're growing this time. They know that you're going to, it's going to be the best representation that you're going to give it. Uh, even if it's not a terpene profile that you particularly like, 
<coughs> Tangy <coughs> <laughs> or something, you know. I mean, no, like you need that lateral. double stuff, Tangy, triple chant, Tangy. Listen, you guys, there's tangy. IPA drinkers, there's you know, there's Hyphenweizen yep. drinkers. So there's going to be, I'm with you on that, but also, yeah. um, I do see this is a problem with capital that you're talking about that I get is when something starts getting hot, they just saturate the shit out of the market with it. And you're like, that's just what music does. Like that, all the hype stuff does that where it's like that quick. So it's just weird to see it ink, but it's just capital. It's when capital comes in and they're like, Hey, we can mass produce the thing that you made from special. And you're just like, he, he, he can't. That is the interesting part. And I'm interested to see in Alaska. And I've just seen because the culture is a little smaller, but you guys are tight and it's cool. And you've had years of, you kind of had a head start genetically. I, I think than everyone else, because you guys have been doing it for so long, so quietly up there. But like what, Mike and I have dipped our toe into the hash world a little bit recently, which is fun for me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Mike's used to all of it. He's like, oh, this and this. And when you say that, that was embarrassing for you. And I was like, I don't know. I didn't know that that was <laughs> embarrassing. Hot hits out of I was doing, I didn't know. I, they could tell by the color of the thing I hand them. I said, Fuck you, motherfuckers. I'm learning. Um, uh, I'm just trying to get high, have a good time. Why you be like, oh, he just didn't turp it right. It tasted amazing. So I still <laughs> won. Um, but then Mike told me that later. I was like, you just can't win ever. <laughs> 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 but what I have noticed in that world is like, it is like with, you know, like with people that love flower too, is like you start because you understand it and what it takes to grow it and like make hash and do all that, that you're like, you do start searching for these people that make it consistently great and grow it great. And you're like, I don't care what they have. It's going to be, but you have to find them and not brands or companies. That part is truly fascinating to me. Especially in this state where it's, I mean, you've been here, you probably figured out it's a great big small town. Everybody knows what color your shit is and what it smells like. And if they don't, they'll hear about it in a couple days. I mean, it's a it, it's small town politics. It's super clicky. <laughs> I mean, well, I always say to them, like, they're aware I'm in town. Everyone knows I'm here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said that to my wife one time. She was like, what do you mean? I was like, well, we're new, so everyone knows we're here. They've, I'm from a small town. That's how that works. Fucking She's like, what Jersey do you mean everyone? Mind. I'm like, anyone that goes out and talks to people knows there's some new people here this week. And they're just, anything and she, new. It, it's anything new. We're at the coffee we shop. Just got like, Jersey oh, I heard the lady was like, oh, I heard y'all were in town. And my wife was like, what the hell? I was like, I told you. I told you. <laughs> Whenever we get a new restaurant, it gets burnt out. Like burnt yes. out. 
that's my buddy Justin Sands. He's a comedian up there, and he's a chef at this place in Anchorage. And he was like, "Yeah, I've worked at like three or four because what happens is like a new good one opens, and it's where everyone goes for like six months." But he's like, "They have to work somewhere else." That's so funny. He said that because that was exactly. He's like a chef. He's like, "So I have to go somewhere else because everyone's like, yeah, we went there.'" It's like, okay, yep. we make other stuff. And like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> What is something that you would want the outside cannabis industry to know about Alaska? What What do you think? Stay the fuck think? away from us. <laughs> That's what Mine. I was kind of wondering. <laughs> yeah. Say no to the Fed. <laughs> we go federally legal. We're fucked. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Um, no, because what it is is. We already have more cannabis produced than the consumers here could ever consume. Not whether it's made into concentrates, whether it and edibles. We still have less than a million people in the entire state. That's including children. I mean, you know, that's the whole population. Um and to even, I mean, that's like less than towns, let alone the cities in the United States. You know, I mean, we have less than a lot of towns have. <laughs> and so, <laughs> if 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 all of a sudden it's okay to that we can have, oh, we can ship it. Like I could ship you some to the store down there. I mean, part of that sounds really fucking cool. Um, but then I remember what happened when the BC Hydro flooded every fucking market there was. And and that's what that's what I think seems like it's gonna happen. I don't know. Maybe I'm just scared and I want my little pie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think well, that's kind of like uh I mean that is a, you should I do think that is a legitimate concern in the way with federal and What's, you know, I think like what some of these brands are doing. Mike and I were talking about this earlier is because I was like trying to figure out because they spend so much money getting their word out and then they just disappear or something. And uh, that it's like a pump and dump kind of like they're trying to get bought out by other companies and do this thing. And I was like, it's just not a lot of margin in that even. And but I got to ask this question, though. You just said that it's a small town up in Alaska, that everybody knows everybody. Who are the people who are overproducing and shouldn't be in it? Like, how are they still staying? You don't have to it? say their names. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, like uh, down Some of the bigger players down here in Oregon, there's a lot of outside money that came into the state. Is that what is happening in Alaska, too? That's that's. Um, that's really yeah without saying names <laughs> that's i i think that is what it was hard for me because of course <laughs> um of course i'm by a little bias because i worked really hard to do this um and so 
when I hear, oh, this shop or this whole entire company was all backed by California money or this whole company was backed by Oregon money or Seattle money, that that happens a, a lot, even though it's technically not supposed to go down like that. They just they don't exactly advertise it, so who cares? But we all know. And um, I not only didn't do that, but I built it myself. I, I did the dirt work. I did the construction. I did the electrical, the plumbing, the painting, the, the everything, start to finish, um, out of my pocket. And when I first opened the facility two years ago, it wasn't exactly completely how I envisioned it being built. But I knew that as the company grew and made money, I could improve the facility. I could go from Home Depot dehumidifiers to Quest dehumidifiers. Um, you know, you, you you do what you can, um, and 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 then slowly you're watching it progress into a more fine oiled machine. Um, so. I take pride in that. Um, I couldn't afford the botanical rolling tables, so I made my own. <laughs> no big deal. Just grab some steel studs and some gate rollers and put some angle iron on the ground. Woo, rolling tables. Well, that's a, <laughs> that's an Alaskan luxury right there because all of you guys are like, oh, I can build that. I, I just build it. That. Yeah, we just build this. I I just bought a bunch of Botanicare tables. So oh, they're beautiful. I'm not knocking them. <laughs> they're beautiful. I just couldn't afford it. It wasn't in my in my realm. Um, I didn't have a budget like that. I had a fifty thousand dollar budget, not a one point five million dollar budget. <laughs> um, and, and so, I mean. I, I guess that's why I'm like. I get a little bit like, I don't know. It's not fair, you know, right? It's like, it's not fair. They got that kind of good deal. And they have unlimited pockets. They get all the merch. Well, it's because they got huge money behind them. They can order boxes of shirts, you know, and people are still asking for a custom bona fide hat. And I only made 10 because that's all I could fucking afford. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, I'm gonna buy a hat. But that doesn't mean they're making money, though. That's a, I think that's an illusion that that I've seen in comedy for a long time, and then in in cannabis for the little bit that we've been doing this podcast, I've noticed that like it's similar in that people think that you can make a lot of money pretty fast. <laughs> you just you you really just can't those margins. It's like something that like you really, really got to love or you're going to exploit and fuck over a lot of people really fast and not really even make that much money, which is the interest, the most interesting part. I don't, and the, I it's like, waiting. it's like robbing a bank to me now. Cause it's like, you guys, you only get like $3,500 and that is not that much unless you just like robbing, <laughs> unless you like the process. That's not a, not worth the risk and then but it's like i think that's yeah i'm just i'm just happy and that's rest assured that you are not alone and that there are a lot of gr growers and people very passionate 
And I think that there's a future market for that because like there, it is going to get flooded with garbage and most people aren't going to notice or care and it doesn't matter, but there are going to be enough people that because of laws and stuff, and then they'll stop caring because it'll be flooded with garbage that if the quality craft cannabis people duck and cover then i can be like oh i'm calling fucking i'm i'm emailing bona and be like send me this an ounce of whatever strange (laughs) you got in your in in this order send it to my po box complete it's be like it's like i have friends that grow tomatoes and stuff like that where i'm like send that shit (laughs) like i send lemons to new jersey because i have a meyer lemon tree and our friends like to drink and make this weird duck thing with these Meyer lemons and this dude's like, send them to me. And I was, first time I did it, I was like, it's outrageous that I, this is, this is fine. And I can't send, you know, I can't call, I can't call my buddies in Humboldt and be like, just send me whatever y'all just the freshest stuff that you've got. Send it to me. Here's a Venmo. Here's a whatever. But we're soon anything. I know tons of people that work in big MSOs and other things like that. They're nowhere near as happy as you are uh-huh. or have been in this podcast. So. No, it's the, the happiest I've ever been is four lights in a garage. So oh, like, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've stayed mad for so long, you know. I mean, I mean, I, I've been I've been blessed beyond abilities uh, just by the people that have chosen to to recognize i mean the first year was really really hard um just getting anybody to take you serious and and having a little bit of street cred going into it was helpful um being the og that you know sold most of these guys their weed back in the day <laughs> um hell it, it helped um so you know some of these managers and stuff were like no way dude i can't believe you're joining the game you know <laughs> and it's like i was i stayed mad for like the first four years um and i was like fuck that i don't want nothing to do with that sons of bitches ruined my life you know <laughs> my world was just fine thank you very much and <laughs> i had watched my whole world crumble right before me within like a year two years time just like all crashed down you you couldn't you know you black market just died <laughs> there was no more nothing and um that's what I did in the winter time. Then I got so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm I'm not even gonna grow it anymore, except for for myself." And and then somehow the wife got me talked into it. They're magical like that. But she was probably uh, like, "Hey, you were like a miserable piece of shit to be." Around I was depressed. You're not, <laughs> no, you're not wrong. When you're not growing weed, so we're gonna need you to grow weed again, or I can't be your friend uh, yeah or, or yeah. i'm gonna leave <laughs> now they have a way of being just like hey just do what makes you happy you dumb son of a bitch and you're like okay sorry right sorry we're dumb well, and then, I'm, yeah 
I'm getting a little older and I've been a heavy equipment operator for most of my life, sitting in an excavator, digging home sites. And now my dirt work is in a little nine inch pot, you know, um, scoop away from my mycos and you know I make the little machine sounds I'm like burr, 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 burr. <laughs> yeah I, you know it's I do miss running the equipment but but again okay, I, hear me out I retired not to, not to interrupt you but hear me out now we need to grow a pot plant that does need an excavator just to like do work around the root system to do a top dress. Yes. We need to grow that type of plant. <laughs> Dude, I saw one once in my life down in Washington and um I got hooded literally to go to this grow. Um and I don't know what town it was in because I mean I was hooded for a long <laughs> fucking time. I don't like are you guys serious? This is yeah, no. And when I all I know is when I Think I got out of the van. We were already indoors, and I was looking at this mother that went up the side of a warehouse and most of the way across the ceiling, and the trunk was as big around as my waist. This was back in 88, probably 80, 89, maybe. And it had bark, like like split bark, like like a cottonwood. It, it actually starts to split after a while. Yeah. Get crackly and barky and instead of that smooth stem. It it's weird. I, I I'd I'd, I'd let strangers hood me up and kidnap me and wants to see that. <laughs> I just want to see where I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> this you think it's fun. still there? You I think bet it's you it's still wonder. there. I bet you it still is. I, I don't. I none of the people, but that plant is still growing. <laughs> I would, you know, the roots are there. You know, even if some other company bought this fish plant, that doesn't. <laughs> It doesn't super narrow it down, though. That doesn't mean much in Washington. I was going to say, the right. Northwest, you're like, oh, okay. That one fish plant. Yeah. yeah. It was in a fish processing plant. Um, <laughs> it yeah. had plenty of fertilizer, you know. <laughs> You've been absolutely awesome, man. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast oh, with us. Such a pleasure. I, 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 I was, I've never done one of these. So what <laughs> you were awesome, Daddy. <laughs> you were really good at it. No, you're awesome. Uh, I was I like, love, we should, we should have. We're definitely it. gonna have you back in January. We're gonna do it like a real live fun one. But if yeah, if you're ever in Oregon or LA, let us know because we're here, and then then I'm coming. We're coming to see you in January, so just get ready. Awesome. I can't. I and I might be down there. Uh, my sister just moved out of Eugene. She's lived there for a million years. Yeah, that's where dipshit. Lives. What, what? Who? What's her name? No, <laughs> no her what name, is her name? Her her name's Trillium. <laughs> like the oh, flower. I don't know a trillium, but I feel like I've heard about trillium before. Yeah. But there's tons of it here in Eugene too, so that's awesome. Yeah. She's named. She's that. a she's a biochemist. She's a brain 
screen, child. Where the hell was she working at in Eugene? I There's know. a big university. I was like, dude. I don't even want to know if I want to know. <laughs> oh, yeah, there is a university. A huge I, university I, all there. I do know is she turned down the military like over and over and like will not work for the military. So I know it wasn't in like warfare shit. So I'm safe. Maybe she was crossing a fish in a tomato or something like that. I don't know. That sounds delicious. I bet she, I hope she gets it. I bet she makes a better tomato. It. I don't know how that works, but yeah. No, now she lives down in Sunnydale in in uh I think that's right, Sunnydale, uh just out of the Bay Area. Oh, in California, I was like Sunnyvale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I don't Sunnyvale. Yeah. Outside so she, of San Jose. It's beautiful yeah. there. That is a great yeah, place think, to bounce to. Yeah. I can guarantee you, me and her have tons of mutual friends, though. Just knowing who you are as a person, I'm sure it's a lot the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's my older sis. She's <clears throat> not as she, I was too obnoxious for her. She's all, always thought I, she takes herself way too serious. <laughs> That's me with my family too. <laughs> <laughs> But no, Amen. really, I, I really enjoyed coming on, and um, I, I, I'd i love to, I could talk about shit for hours, so anytime. We're going to have you on again, and we're going to come up and see your garden and smoke some weed with you. Beautiful. Tell everybody real quick where they, what's the name of your company, and if they're in Alaska, where they can find it, and then we'll get all your, and then you guys can click on the details in this in the description we'll have the links to the his instagram and the company but uh, just give him a shout out where, where everybody in alaska can find your stuff um so the company is a kind of a word play it was a it was a, a a nickname i was bona jonah bona from back when i was a bartender yeah <laughs> and, yeah uh, yeah you are um yeah, dirty strip club, I tell you. <laughs> That's redundant. That's redundant. Dirty strip club. And uh, anyway, so I, after a while, it was just like, um, you know, that shit's bona fide. And um, all my friends, you know, everything. I like, give him this, give him this to grow. Let's see what he does when he bona fides it. So I made the company. Oh, that's cool. That is that's so cool. I, I made the company just bona fide, spelt with an H. Um, yeah, I have to fight the computer every time I type it. <laughs> that means um, it's cool. Yeah. And, um, you can, I work with, um, Catalyst in Anchorage, all three locations. Um, I work with Enlightened. Um, I also can be found out in the Valley at Green Jar, um, both locations, Country Cannabis, um, Oh, I will go to all these places. I'm excited. Yeah, there's, they, I've been to Catalyst. Catalyst is great. That's we talked to um, Ice Beard. Uh, yep, Joe and that. Joe and Zach both were. Well, Zach's now with Polychrome, but yeah, that's they got some fire. They got some man, fire. They just won gosh. some awards. Thank God! Congratulations, Polychrome. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. You can also find me on Instagram at uh, Bona underscore Fied, B-O-N-A-H underscore F-I-D-E. Um, and reach out. I'm I'm a friendly person in general. Yes, he's like awesome. Dude, you holler at us anytime. We can't wait to hang out with you. Like I was already like, oh, man, I... 
I was like thinking, I was like, oh, we got to get our flights. I was like, I got to book the shows first, and then you can get flights, Billy. I was already excited, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This is episode 101, and this is uh, this is the second in our Alaska series leading up to our January trip, you guys. And uh, we will see you next week. <laughs>